0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's cast your free 24 seven non-stop destination for A's baseball building the future on the field and in Jack London square. It's now time to go inside The Build for an in-depth look at what it takes to build the most unique and creative ballpark in sports history. This is The Build. Today's episode of The Build is sponsored by Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of your Oakland Athletics. It's now time for the build with the president of your Oakland Athletics, David Cavill, joins us here on A's Cast and A's Cast Live. Dave, congratulations. Your ball club is the champions of the American League West. Mission accomplished. I know you're, I know you're very proud of what these guys have been able to do.
1: Oh, in, in such an unusual season, the COVID season, to so win the AL West feels great. Um, it was definitely our, our first goal that so we set for ourselves in the offseason to get by the Astros, and we did that. And so it's a a credit to our players, to our staff, to our coaching staff, everyone, Billy and David, for putting out an incredible team and the resiliency to get through this season uh, in first place in our division.
0: Yeah, that's something that we talk with David every single week about with the general manager show and also with Bob Melvin is the fact that you have these two leaders that, you know, Winning baseball games, obviously, is, is, is what these guys are paid to do, but also keeping people safe and, and and keeping them healthy, not only physically, but also mentally. And I think that's what I think you, uh, the front office, Bob Melvin should all be proud of the way you guys have handled this and, and, and helped these players get through this season so they can be successful.
1: Well, and there's no playbook for what we're going through. You know, everyone's dealing with it in their own personal lives and their families. And it's no different for the players who are human beings themselves. And, you know, all the regular, um, you know, superstitions and cadences of of baseball has been changed. And we've had to create new ways for people um, to kind of get through it and find the custom new customs, whether it's, you know, we have a new place in F-Lot out of the Coliseum for players to come and. And it's a little canteen to have food and a little workout facility there. So we're doing everything outside. And that's been really well received. And that's a totally new thing. And, you know, people like those things because, you know, we've done it in a way that folks appreciate. So that's a small example of ways that we're trying to help our players adapt to this new COVID reality. And obviously it's had a positive impact because, you know, the team has has played exceptionally well this season.
0: You know, and and I think about Major League Baseball, too, because it's different. You know, basically the NBA and the NHL, about 75 percent of their season was done. So it was a lot easier for them just to go into a bubble, whether it's Orlando or what they did in Canada. You know, I, I, I like the way baseball has been able to adapt because normally baseball is not a sport that normally adapts very well to anything. I think Rob Manfred in baseball has done a very good job, wouldn't you say, of being able to change on the fly. And now that we're going to go into a bubble and the fact that they have talked with the NBA and the NHL, uh, I'm happy that they've been able to change because I think they're really doing what's best for the players.
1: Oh, you know, I never thought I would say that baseball has been acting nimble. But we actually have. And we've we've changed a couple of the protocols by going into the bubble for the postseason, which I think is a really wise choice. And we've done it in a way that I think the protocols, you know, while, you know, prioritizing health and safety are done in a way that allow uh, players, families and stuff to be involved. And so so I think I think it's been a win win. I think the commissioner's done an exceptional job, his entire staff at the league office interfacing, obviously, with all the uh, clubs as well to really work collaboratively to truly try to find solutions to these things. And if, if the first solution doesn't work, trying something else, which is exactly what we've done.
0: You know, Chris Bassett on the show yesterday said something that I think all A's fans should really understand is the one of the reasons why the A's are where they are is because of the leadership of Bob Melvin and Bob, what he means to these players. and, And I, I like to bring up not only is it physical about COVID, but it's also mental and we don't know on a day-to-day basis what these players are going through on the field off the field with their lives and he's just talked about how bob has led these guys through whether we're talking about covid-19 so- social injustice uh you know potential hurricane in houston air quality with the fires on the west coast uh chris said it beautifully about He doesn't think they are where they are without Bob Melvin and the leadership and how he's pulled so many guys aside to make sure that they're okay. Just how important is it to have a leader like Bob Melvin steering this ship going forward? Oh,
1: we're blessed to have someone like Bob um, as our skipper, as the person who is spending really the most time day to day with our players, setting an example, Um, you know, just being so even keel through all these crazy moments, whether it's the orange air when we had the crazy air day and we played or whether it's you know the challenges with COVID and social distancing and masking and he sets an incredible example he's easy to talk to and you know he has a lot of compassion and empathy for people so um Bob is Bob's the best I'm so happy that we have him in his role and you know obviously his the results that he's had in his career speak volumes to that and I think in a season like this You know, his qualities are even more important, and that's one reason we've been very successful.
0: Now, I know we're only going to have cardboard cutouts, but how great is it that we're going to have a wild card series and it's going to be at the Coliseum?
1: Oh, it feels great. That, That has been the goal, you know, all year once we set the, you know, the terms of the season to, you know, play home playoff games and play more than one game. Like, you know, the last couple of years we've kind of been stuck in that rut. And, you know, now we have a best of three and and really want to get through that and put our best foot forward and, you know, really make a run, a strong run here in the postseason. You know, I think this is a team that can do that. It's very resilient. And it's just about taking it one game at a time. And that's, that starts next week, which is hard to believe. You pinch yourself thinking that we've gotten to that
0: point. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I, I've been telling people, I'm like, you're going to blink and this season's going to be over. And, and, you know, that's where we are. But, you know, one thing that I really like is that, Not only is it at the Coliseum, but however this ends up, either Dodger Stadium or Petco Park are kind of similar as pitchers' ballparks to the Coliseum. So I like the way this all kind of sets up for the A's heading into the postseason.
1: Yeah, you know, actually I think it's probably good, you know, we're playing in Dodger Stadium this week and, you know, having the experience of playing in these venues and just getting your comfort of being out on the field or in the clubhouse and how the protocols work for COVID in the different locations is probably a good thing. And so I think that could be an advantage for us, but, you know, at the end of the day, I think you just got to go out there and you got to play good baseball and you know, take it one day at a time, which I know our guys can do. And this is something that we've all been looking forward to for you know several years. You know, this was always the year we kind of marked down that, you know, you'd have the players kind of emerging together and kind of gelling and, and being at the right age to really compete in an effective way. And and that's exactly where we are.
0: So obviously for the ball club, eye on the prize is to win the world series for you. It's not only win the world series, but it's to get a new ballpark for this fan base and this organization. Just what is it like for you trying to get this new ballpark and trying to do it during a pandemic when essentially so much stuff has just been shut down? You know, it, it's
1: meant that we've had to change the priority and kind of order of operation of the approvals. Some of the public approvals are just not possible with COVID because you can't have public meetings. So we've had to kind of flip around some of the things with the environmental impact report, which w- was really delayed because of COVID. We've had to focus more on some of the approvals of the Air Board and the State Lands Commission, which can be done without you know, those types of meetings. And we've had that success and we've made that progress, which is, I think, really important. So, you know, for us, it's all about getting that final vote at the city council. We already got our port vote. We already got our state legislation. And, you know, that's something that we want to do next year so we can, you know, have the project approved and then move forward with the groundbreaking once we get to that point. So, you know, next year, 2021, really sets up as the year uh, for the final approvals. And we'll need the community and everyone behind us to make that happen.
0: And I got to think you know where we are with everything that is that has gone on that the, the support out there has to be great for, for this project.
1: Well, I think you know the fact that it's seven billion dollars in economic impact, 6200 permanent jobs, another 3,000 construction jobs, almost all union living wage jobs, these are huge things for our community. You know, especially Alameda County is really suffering right now, small businesses, unemployment, um, people, you know, afflicted by COVID and the economic damage. Our project can be kind of a lifeline for a lot of folks. And so I think people realize that and they know that getting it approved and streamlined and and going quickly is important and probably more important than it was a year ago. And we're going to ensure that we do things responsibly, but that we get things going and, and get the stadium built and and get us out down to the waterfront.
0: How much have the dates changed for the project because of COVID 19?
1: Well, you know, we were originally gonna get, look for these city council approvals this summer, which is obviously come and gone. And so that was really just not possible because all the traditional mechanisms to do that were shut down because of COVID. Um, so, you know, that, that basically amounts to kind of a year delay in that time to get that approval but we've been able to do other things in the meantime that we would have done le- next year. So, you know, I think that helps us kind of close the gap in terms of the timing. Um, but then also, you know, we don't exactly know how long the COVID is going to go yeah. So like, you know, we're assuming that things are going to be more normal next year, but you know, if those things persist, you know, it could change things again, but we, we have to kind of put a stake in the ground and say, Hey, and next summer we want to take a vote. Want to ensure that we work with the city to find the best way to do that safely, of course, legally, but do it in a way where we can advance the project.
0: You know, our sport is unique that we can really kind of change our schedule and and start playing double headers. I mean, you, you've run other leagues. I, I, I don't know how it's really going to work for the NBA and the NHL when they start talking about, well, maybe we'll start our season in 2021, not 2020. You start backing up your schedule. I think that's where our league is different. We can be more flexible. I'm not sure the other leagues can be as flexible, and you can't play a whole season in a bubble.
1: No, there's no way to play a whole season in the bubble. It just doesn't work. And I think, you know, you see that with soccer, you see that with, you know, obviously the NBA. And then if you have a much shorter season, you almost have more just like a tournament than a season. And so I think those leagues might have to change their um, competition framework completely uh, next year, especially if they think things continue to get delayed. And you saw that with MLS. They did a tournament, you know, really in the summer as opposed to individual games for that reason. So you might see more of that, Tony, in other sports as people still kind of grapple with the best way to approach COVID.
0: What did you think when the commissioner came out and talked about fans at the NLCS and at the world series in Texas?
1: Well, you know, I think obviously we've said this from the beginning, the health and safety of everybody involved in this effort is the number one thing. So everything we do as a league or as a team, a club, uh, needs to be through that lens. And we need to make sure that we're working with the local health uh, authorities on that. You know, different states and different counties have different levels of COVID and different regulations. Um, So, you know, I don't think that would happen here in California, but maybe in a different state it could happen, but you have to do it in a way that makes sense for the players and the union and make sure everyone feels good about it because um, that's really the most important thing here.
0: Well, I think we got to be proud of how you and the rest of your organization has handled this. You know, there was one COVID test, the ball club survived it. The ball club's going to get through Everybody feels safe. And that's the thing. When I talk to the players and we talked to Bob Melvin and his staff and we're talking to Scott Emerson today, the fact that they feel safe is such a big deal. And what you and your staff has done has allowed them to not only feel safe, but to be able to compete at a level to where they feel they can go out and play and win and do their jobs. That, that, that's been the number one thing. So. Let me just say, congratulations to what you guys have been able to do for for this organization. Tony, thank you
1: so much, and you know, obviously, we're really excited for our fans
0: to watch this playoff run, and you
1: know, it's only about a week away, so let's let's make this thing happen.
0: I know it, it, it's going to be, isn't it going to be great? I mean, the, to have the playoffs at the Coliseum to start out, and and then head to Southern California, this is going to be a special time for this organization.
1: Absolutely, it's gonna be exciting.